What's up, everybody? Episode 63 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I am one of your five co-hosts, Tanner, and with me, as per usual, I have... Colt! It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to throw it to Cody. I don't know. Cube Steak Cody. I don't like that one. You had a whole episode to think about what you were going to say there. And, <laughs> and I did. And I did, because I, I, I said Cubicle product. Cody one time, I said Ground Beef Cody last time, and now I'm Cube Steak, because it's a mix of the two. Patrick... <laughs> This gourmand pat, the boys. Wow, back. is that the first time you haven't alliterated? No, that's not. Oh well, well fuck, fuck me. <laughs> like, like the earlier ones, I just kind of did a word or did a phrase, and uh, then I just wanted. I know to... you started uh, alliteration. Um, today we will be talking about. Uh, so we went on a little mini food trip, not as uh, yeah, not as wide as I guess as last year's. It was it was uh, one not city. as no, yeah, not as um. It was just in Birmingham, which we actually the didn't. The Big Apple. Yeah, the Big Apple. Baby. LAX. <laughs> yep, all those cities. That's uh, a fucking airport. The wind, That's airport. <laughs> the Windy City, baby. Um, which we actually didn't hit on our food trip last year. We didn't hit Birmingham, which is like the biggest fucking city in Alabama. So, uh, and we kind of went, just spent a day there and uh, ate some great food. And today we are going to be telling you about that great food that we ate, pretty much. It's going to be, it's going to be like us just talking. It's yeah. going to be like the food trip episode, but. Well, we did it. So this is a this is a two for series. Yeah, we, we've actually got two episodes. This is the Birmingham trip. I don't know. Should we say part one, part two, or should we not do that, or just have two individual? Yeah, well, I've already said this is episode sixty three. It's episode sixty three, but part one. Uh, no, it's not uh, part one. I think okay. we're two separate things. Well, this is the Birmingham episode. So we did, we've been we've been kind of thinking about going to Birmingham just because we really aren't. Uh, just because we're close to it, we're only an hour away. We really haven't been there really. And seen a few, a lot of things, or really enjoyed the city, or saw what it kind of had to offer. And Birmingham is an old industrial city, so it's a little rustic, starting to become a little gentrified. Lots of, lots of rusty things and old places that you're like, oh, well, why does this all look run down? And then you see just a cluster of white moms buying horseshoes. Very and shit. bougie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but not the bougiest though. It's it's not it's 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 a it's an interesting city and it's filled with hipsters. It feels like it's it's got a huge uh, I say huge, but it's got a relatively large um, underground not underground, what is it? A hardcore scene. Yeah. Uh, lots of skateboarders, things like that. <laughs> yeah, there. punks. It's, 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 it's a very punk scene. If you're thinking of Alabama, yeah, yeah. would not think of a city no. like Birmingham. Oh, oh rascals, yeah. vandals, <laughs> just rugrats. <laughs> and one of the, the major- Oh, I saw a fucking pigeon yesterday. Oh, I saw two. Yeah. The Big Apple. And one of the major things about Birmingham is, is that it's a big city in the South, and the South is known for its food. And we wanted to go up to Birmingham and sort of see what a few of the things they had um, but we chose to – we tried to veer away from southern food. We'll get to that. Uh, but we uh, ended up um, we ended up um, going to a few places, um, a food court and somewhere else to try some stuff. So so there's this new – I don't even know if I would call it a food court because it seems like, it's like downplaying it. It's a food, it's, it's a food hall. Yeah, they, yeah it's, called, it's actually called a food hall, which, again, sounds very bougie. But uh, it's, I mean, it is bougie. It, it's yeah. so fucking bougie in there. Um, but it's called Pizzit's Food Hall, and there's a ton of just – uh, different lo- like local places like not there's no chains in there you don't walk into Bazits and it's like here's Chick Fil A here's McDonald's it's like a bunch of local places mo- and the local chains as well yeah it's yeah and some local chains um and there's there's just so many I think there's twelve actual places in there a bar and two like full scale restaurants right. so it's called you said it was called the Bazits and it's a it's the bottom level of a an apartment complex yeah and it's slap dab 
near not near the center. It's very on in the cent- central yeah. area of Birmingham. Yeah. And uh, right the, off the interstate, like, yeah. pretty easy to get to. If, you, if you've ever been to Birmingham, and a lot of people go to Birmingham, especially if, especially if you're from Alabama, you go to the McWayne Science Center. Center. Yeah, it's right next to it. It's right next to it. To. Yeah, most and, important place in Birmingham. And uh, so when you go into this place, you're thinking, like, so you, you, you don't know what to expect. It's, yeah. it's, it's, Birmingham, it's Alabama, and you're going to a food hall. But you walk in and it's got gold, like not necessarily. It's like gold painted trimmings. It's an older building that's been converted into this beautiful, beautiful food hall. And the thing that's most interesting about it, and something that I really liked about it, was that all the foods are from like different cultures. Yeah, yeah. And they're very, very different cultures with all the different foods. Yeah. So the, like some of the places we before we get into what we actually ate, some of the places like we didn't even we couldn't because there's just so much in there we couldn't eat something from everywhere. But there's like. I mean, there, there's like soul food in there, but there's like soul food fusion and like multi like there's a like a uh, what like, they had an Ethiopian uh, yeah Ethiopian they place had a, a Nepalese they had a Japanese place uh, Vietnamese a, place they had a um had, they had a like fully functional a cheesemonger and cheese market there mm-hmm. they had a, a Jerusalem uh, bar and grill there as well and just like a like just so many different. Uh, Different cultures, like different foods that you diverse. don't normally get. Like yeah. A very diverse lineup of cuisine, and like honestly, I, I mean, you could probably eat there every day and find something completely different. Yeah. Never yeah. ever even thought of eating Ethiopian food in Alabama, yeah. but th- there is this small little place that you can get Ethiopian f- Ethiopian food and actually sit down in like a traditional Ethiopian. It's called a traditional diner, or not diner, but a traditional um, dining setting mm-hmm. because they even had the tradition, like traditional chairs and tables and stuff like that. Uh, for the Ethiopian food, I mean, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh. So, so I, I'm going to talk about what I ate first. So we'll go like me, and then Cody will talk about, it, and then Colt, uh, Wenzel, and Patrick actually all ordered from the same place. So then they can talk about like their shared experience there. Uh. But I had my first experience yesterday with poke, uh, at this place called. And I'm probably butchering the name. It's O N I. So I'm going to say One Poke, which is how I think it's called, or how I think yeah, it's uh, pronounced. Yeah. Poke. Yeah. And I I got a it's called the 808 bowl which it had pi- like fresh cut pineapple, uh, fresh jalapenos, fresh cucumber and fresh onion on a, a bed of brown rice. And then it had like these just really sweet uh, like baby shrimp and then raw ani tuna with some sesame seeds and I I tuna. Yeah I A A H I yeah I um I don't know why I said ani. Uh, but it had, and I'd never had actually that cut of, or that kind of tuna before, and, and especially in that setting, and it was just, it was weird, because it feels like it's a bunch of different flavors, like you have the pineapple, you have the jalapeno, you have the fresh cucumber, and the onion, it wasn't super strong, and then the brown rice was kind of like a muted brown rice, um, but it was so freaking good, just eating it for the first time, and like, it, I, all of this stuff is well, all of it that can be local is local. So, right. like, every everything in the bowl was local. And that's, like, the big mission, I guess, of Pizzits is, like, a lot of people, a lot of the uh, stalls in there get their stuff, like, from local vendors, uh, like, farmer's markets and stuff, which is really cool. And it, it was just, I mean, it's just really good. I don't really know how else to describe it. Like, I guess 
it was a lot of flavors, but they all worked. It, it was all, it all felt local too. Yeah, it felt it was, local. It, it was, was a lot of the foods that they had. They tailored to a local taste to some degree. The menu was tailored to some degree. I'm not sure about the Ethiopian food. I think it wasn't as tailored because I looked at it. I was looking. I went around looking at prices of foods and yeah, seeing, just seeing what would be the best deal and stuff like that. And um, I actually had the Nepalese place where they had uh, it was or Himalayan. Um, so this food, of course, comes from like the border between India and China, or or and it's called momo, which a momo from that area is a, is a um, is a little dumpling, mm-hmm. and the dumplings that I so I decided I got I got a double order dumplings and um, it was really really good. The dump and it's not too uh, different than the dumplings you get at, like a Chinese restaurant, or um, they're very similar to gyoza as well, or um, uh, I forgot the name of them in China. Chinese, but uh, but like the little like the little dumplings you get, and that's what they were, and it was filled with turkey meat. But the interesting thing was the spices that they used inside of the meat were um, they're Indian spices. Yeah. So you had so you had a little bit of taste of the uh, of uh, cumin and coriander, and you also had a little bit of flavors of uh, cardamom and a few other things throughout, the, and it was really really good. Now the, my favorite part of the whole dish wasn't even the dumplings were really really good. Really well cooked, a little pricey. Uh, I will say they're they're pretty pricey for what you get. However, what I really liked about it was they are they pour this sauce on top of them, and it, it looks like water. It honestly doesn't. It looks like I, I I thought just looking at it, it was like the residue steam from the dumplings. No, it was like a a partial. I don't know if a consomme is con- always clear, but it was like a partial consomme of of tomato. It was a tomato spiced. Almost, it tasted like a really strong tangy salsa, like that. The, all that, all that clear liquid. Yeah. It was just clear with some like looks like tomato chunks floating around in it, and some like green onion and stuff. It tasted just like a delicious, strong, really like sour and tangy tomato soup, but not even thick. It's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I noticed you were eating it. I'm like, why is Cody eating it's just so the, the Residue, and then you were like, "Oh no, it's the consomme." I was like, "Oh, okay, it's very good." And so, like, I, from what I understand of consomme, it's usually a clear soup, and uh, but a clear concentrated soup, and that's what this was. And it was poured on top, and it was so good. It was so so good. It looked good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we all had mouth gasms from what oh, we yeah. ate. Yeah, it was some straight up food war shit. I lost my shirt several times. Yeah, in there. all of our clothes completely blew off. Yeah, the, all the rest of the people were very disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah oh that's, my God. that's why they all left. Yeah, that, we were the only people left in the food hall. But I want uh, Winslow, Colt, and Patrick to talk about what they got because they all got something from the same place, and I'll I'll throw it to them. We all got the same thing. We went to Ichikoro Emoto, and we all got the uh, Shuya Ramen Bowl. And it was like what, uh, eleven dollars? Yeah. Yeah. It came with chicken broth. It had chicken broth, pork belly, soy seasoned egg, bamboo shoots, fried garlic, fried scallions, and nori. Really, really good. It was. It looked really good. Yeah. It, it, it came so in good. a uh, for eleven dollars. It came in a pretty big bowl, and it was all just packed together, like very aesthetically pleasing. Looked like a very tradi- traditional, like Japanese, like way of like presenting something. Almost, you know, very uh, like a like a ritual sort of. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, probably one of the best eggs I've ever had. The oh, soy yes. season egg. It was so good. And uh, it was basically just a, a boiled egg they ha- they left to sort of marinate in the the soy sauce. Oh yeah, great. And it was uh, the chicken was great. The broth was good. Everything about it was just perfect. Um, 
have you have you had ramen before? I have had ramen before, but not like that. I've only had the last time I had ramen was from the packages that you oh. buy, you can buy at the store. That was like when I was twelve. And you've actually have been to Japan and you didn't eat ramen while you were there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, when it, what we we pretty much have avoided it because because my dad like every time every time I've ever asked him or talked about ramen, even my mom, they're both like, it's not good for you, oh, don't okay. eat it. So okay. we just completely avoided it. But he'll say the same thing about fish, but I'm like, whatever, I'll still eat it. Okay. <laughs> and my mom's the same way. Like Winslow, you're a grown man. You don't have, you know, you can make your own decisions. You're 20 now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It looked really good. It smelled really. It good. smelled amazing. Yeah, there it smelled a, great. A lot of times, I was smelling like hints of soy sauce. I think maybe from the egg. Um, I know I told Tanner about that one. I just get a, this really strong whiff of like fish sauce or soy sauce or something that would hit me, and it would smell really good mm-hmm. coming from y'all's direction. And that place probably had the smallest stall out of oh, all yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, was, it, was, it looked like it was one dude running the whole operation. Yeah, it was like uh, it was. there was one dude and one other person uh, both just were both uh, cooking, and they did a really good job with the little amount of space they had. Yeah, uh, I got maximum slurp out of it, by the way. Uh, Colt, Colt watched me like every time I sucked up the noodles, I was just it was just spraying all the broth was spraying all over my Wizzle shirt. Was soaking wet. <laughs> I was soaking wet in broth. He's gonna bring a rain slicker next wet. time. Yes, please. One of the interesting things that I noticed about all of y'all that I think it was Patrick who had literally drank the entire. Broth oh yeah, he. Oh yeah, I drank all the broth too. It's just the noodles I did not get to finish because there was a lot of noodles. I uh, I mean I did I drink the broth, but nowhere near the capacity that Pat did or even Colt. It was a big bowl. It was. It was a lot of food. Yeah. It really good for and, the price. Uh, th- this is actually like I. This is my really my first time having ramen. I never even really ate the uh, like you know the sort of mass processed ramen, the instant ramen. So this is my first chance having like a more you know traditional, authentic ramen experience, and it was delicious. Like what what surprised me and what I seemed to surprise the uh, the boys this weekend just uh, on the food trip was just how much. Uh, how much I ate because I'm not I'm not known for being a very no. big eater, but like Patrick's favorite food is crackers. <laughs> and like, and like I and like I, I I felt a little like bad or kind of embarrassed because like I just I I just dove into that bowl. I ate it. I felt bad because I, I was eating so fast. I was afraid I wasn't savoring it <laughs> because it. But it was it was fantastic, and I was really torn between going to uh, the ramen place and the. Uh, Napoli's place that Cody went to. I was wanted to try their uh, their banh mi's, their uh, their sandwiches. Mm, banh mi's are so damn good. I love banh mi's. For definitely next time, I'll try them too. I I I, I do want to mention also um, before we get off of Pazitz that uh, our friend that went away with us got the Ethiopian food, mm-hmm. and they got I don't know what they got. They got lamb that was cooked with jalapenos and red onion, and. They got a side of chickpea. I don't know what it's called. It I don't was know. something. Basically, don't, kind, of, kind of a hummus, right? It looked like hummus. Yeah. And a lot of the the rolled bread. Yeah. Which tasted like almost like sour. It was, yeah, sour. It was bad. It was, but it was, <laughs> it was bad by itself. But whenever you used it with something else, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, whenever you, uh, if you took a piece of it and then picked it up with, uh, with the lamb, it, it's really good. Or take a piece of it and pick up the lamb with your finger and then put it in there. Like, are somewhere. you trying to call me out? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what um, I did. <laughs> you, know, you know how many people we insulted with that gesture? <laughs> but it was really good. It was. I tried. I tried a little bit of it. Yeah. I tried, and it was lightly seasoned, slightly spicy, but lightly seasoned. Slightly, but you could really taste the lamb. The lamb was high quality. The chickpea stuff was really, really good. And again, all the vegetables in it were fresh and i had never like i said i had never had that type of bread before and it was it was it was like a sourdough 
but even more sour than a sourdough. Yeah. And it was just a flat, like, bubbled through sort of pa- – not paper thin. It was about uh, – about, uh, it was actually kind of thick. It, uh, it was pretty it was thick. Like a but ma- it was about as thick as a, about three mouse pads stuck together. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. What an yeah. awful way to I describe don't know, food. But well, I don't know how I else agree to, with you 100%. Uh, or two mouse pads stuck together, but it was really thin. It was really it was is medium thick. It was like an inflated peanut. It, bread. it, it was thick, it, but it was like you could easily tear it apart. Yeah, yeah. It, and it was kind of rubbery too. But then yeah. you eat it, it was really really. And they good. got a lot of that bread with their food. Like yeah. it was a basket full. Yes, yeah, so there was, was like six or seven. Like and, rolls and they of ate the it bread. all. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was and, a lot and of also that bread. we uh, Cody Tanner and I we all got dessert at a little place called Waffle Works where. You know, surprise! Everything there is you know made made from waffles or co- constituted waffles. Which they have some have a pretty interesting uh, selection. They have like a p- uh, pizza waffle. They have a uh, a waffle corn dog. But what we got, we we got the dessert sweet potato waffle fries with butterscotch syrup uh, and brown sugar, and it was very very good. Oh my god, it was so freaking good! I, I tried a piece of it. Uh, wow. <laughs> like, so I like I already love sweet potato fries, but I never had them like in a dessert setting. Me like, neither. I've always eaten them for dinner. I, I hated myself for thinking, for not thinking of that. Yeah, right. Because it seems so easy. Because like you eat like sweet potato casserole, what's usually on it? Fucking marshmallows. Yeah. Like it should make sense. Um, and God, it was so good. Like I'm, I'm not even like that big of a sweets guy. Like I would go for savory every day of the week. Oh, oh my god it was like an outer body experience i what had happened was what had happened was i had went up to get the to i was like i really i was really wanting something else i wanted something sweet yeah and yeah. so i thought about getting the pops the ice cream slash popsicle place but a lot of people were complaining on on yelp and things like that 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 place was really expensive so yeah. I and mean, you can we can actually also get those popsicles here yeah, in our town yeah at because different places yeah it's a local popsicle place to Birmingham but they actually ship the popsicles to um there's a little restaurant that we go to that the taco place we bring up on the podcast all yeah the time. they actually have those popsicles in there so it's not like I would get anything special so I went around I looked around and I was like oh there's a waffle place waffles are typically sweet. And so I walked up and I was looking and I, to my surprise, where they had a waffle pizza. They had a bunch of very savory waffle stuff. They did catfish and waffles on, on Fridays, Fridays, which I bet yeah. is oh freaking phenomenal. Yeah. But some of the stuff bar- they did barbecue and waffles as well. Mm-hmm. But a lot of their ba- bar- uh, waffle stuff is like look like they just threw shit on top of a waffle. Oh sure, yeah. like not shit, but like the food on top of the waffle. And no, it's food. Like, here's your here's, here's your eight, food and a waffle. Now eight dollars, <laughs> and uh, it was probably uh, the most fairly pr- fa- uh, priced place in. There. I don't know. The ramen place was pretty fairly. The uh, ramen place was yeah. Because uh, uh, you're getting fair. a lot. Yeah. So you pay a little there, bit. More. I don't think I don't think any of the places we went to was overly expensive. No, not overly expensive, but they were pricey. They're yeah, not. It's yeah. not fast food, and it's not like saying fast casual. I'd say it's no. it's a little bit it's above that. It's like you that. sit in there. And it, you eat. It's yeah. obvious that these places are local, and they are a little bit more bougie. Yeah. Um. What was that noise? I I don't know. Did you not hear that? Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I no, that that was just air escaping from Winslow's nose. Oh, okay, that's fine. I don't know what it was. I don't that know. was weird. Winslow, you okay? It sounded like something was giggling. Oh, I didn't hear. It sounded like squeaking. Well, yeah. It, it sounded like, like squeaking. squeaking. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Wendell makes it again for some <laughs> And I said uh, I'm up there for a solid 10 minutes It took him a while to make my fries Yeah And uh, I come back with this like I thought it was going to be a little bit I didn't think it was going to be that much mm-hmm. Oh that's uh, you so Oh it must be me Okay sorry uh, So I come back with this heaping pile of these 
sweet potato fries covered in whipped cream and all the butterscotch and I think he had some caramel, some brown sugar and cinnamon all over him. And Taylor's like, I gotta go get me some. I was like, I have to. Well, first off, I wanted a but tornado potato skewer from the the place you went to the momo Nepo, yeah and then they were like yeah we're out of potatoes oh yeah and then after i ordered my waffle fries they were like we got more potatoes Wait, I was like, as he's waiting in line as i'm waiting the in guy line, from momo's like hey uh, we have more potatoes now i'm, I'm like son of a bitch i'm like i can't order both <laughs> but he really wanted potatoes. too much potato he was That's trying so to call you starch. back he's like please 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 like, please yeah <laughs> you have to get rid of him now hit us up uh but, but yeah, they were delicious. They were so, they were so good. I, I, and by the way, all the food we're talking about, there are going to be pictures going up on our Instagram, oh yeah. uh, probably on the day this podcast drops. So yeah, be keep an eye out on that. But and the best part about the uh, the waffle fries before we move on to the next segment is that as decadent as it sounds, it wasn't too rich. No. no. Now sometimes I feel like sweet potato fries can be a little bit too sweet for mm-hmm. fries, especially if you're using ketchup. But which I don't know what animal would use ketchup with sweet potato mm-hmm. fries. Yeah. This animal right here. Uh yeah, it's too I'm sweet. And so <laughs> too, too sweet for like regular fries, but then but sweet potatoes used in a sweet con- uh, context mm-hmm. just perfect. And these and we should mention this stuff was probably like I mean this was like freshly made that's why it took a little bit. Yeah. And like you could tell these sweet potato fries were like legit because like it wasn't like oh there's hardly any potato in these. They were full ass full yeah. of potato and just crispy enough Probably the best, like, just waffle fry I've ever had, sweet potato or non-sweet potato. And, yeah, just absolutely incredible. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, go to Bazitz, go to Waffle Works and get those freaking fries. It's a great place to go to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. There's a co-working space there if you work on, like, your laptop or something that uh, I don't know how anybody gets work done because I would just be looking at people eating all day. Like, yeah, I have to go down there. <laughs> yeah, and make, you make money just to buy Yeah, the yeah. kind of a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, d- definitely go there. I, I highly, highly recommend it. Moving on. Yeah. So Let's move on. We spent today in Birmingham doing some stuff. And yeah. uh, we and you'll find out on the next episode what that stuff was. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can't really do that in the middle of the current episode. It's like on the next episode, back to this. <laughs> back to this episode. Um, we uh, that night we wanted. What ha- okay, so this is where it gets a little interesting. So we didn't really plan for a dinner place. We kind of we were like we're gonna figure. We had it. only planned where we were going. For N- no, there, <laughs> there. The only two people who didn't know where we were going were me and Cole. Everybody kept saying no. no every- okay, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. I didn't know either. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me tell the story from the beginning. Yeah. Everybody Before, say a little secret because you don't know because Cole and Wenzel had to ride separately because we rented. We had to take two vehicles up because a lot of people, six people. Um, but uh, so what Tanner and I did was we kind of pulled each other. I was like. Everyone was kind of gone, either using the bathroom. No, they were or, getting lunch. Yes, they were getting their foods. Yes, that was happening. Everybody was gone at the table except for Tanner. Yawn right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And, anyways, so Tanner and I, we were sitting at the table, and we were. I said, you know, I started looking around. I was like, I wonder. I think I heard that they did open an in-table Korean barbecue place in town. And I started looking around. And I was like, oh shit, they do. There is one, and but it it had closed at this point for their downtime. It was about two p.m. And so I decided, I was like, okay, we're going to call about 4 p.m. to see if, um, what their prices are, because you couldn't see their price on their menu. If we, if you remember from our food trip episode, we went to a food, we went to an, uh, to an all you can eat Korean barbecue place down in Auburn, and it was $15 a person Mm -hmm. for two hours of just straight eating. You could have whatever you want within a certain menu set. 
and that was really cheap, yeah. and that was really good and really worth the price. And so Tanner and I decided we would call about 4 p.m., and that's what we did. We told everybody that no no one knew. Yeah, no one knew where we were actually going besides me and Cody. Yeah, and so we – not even in – no one in our car. Yeah, now. no, no, I didn't remember that. I remember we got to that one thrift store, and uh, Nick – uh, and Pat were both kicked out of the car. Yeah, we kicked him out. We let leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So we sat in the car, and I called, and it was not cheap. It was no. not cheap at all. It, wasn't. it was. It, it broke my heart. I was like, damn, I wish because Pat, you know, Pat wasn't with the podcast at the yeah. time, and Pat's been wanting some Korean barbecue, and we've all been wanting Korean barbecue again because, like, right, we. we <laughs> we just we don't have a Korean barbecue place like the closest so one to good. us that's that cheap is Auburn and right. Auburn is two hours away and, and I, I kind of want to do a Korean barbecue place or not with Korean barbecue I would like to do a Korean barbecue at the uh, personally us together again sometime yeah. in the future uh, just not even like at home see if we can pull one together again because yeah. we did one a while back and it was yeah we did fun. one at uh, your house a couple of years ago yeah. at this point yeah it was, it was well really it was last year and then the year before last yeah we've done it for the really past two though. years. We didn't do one this year. We did something different. Um, but uh, – or we haven't done one yet this year. It's, we got to do our summer stuff. We haven't done summer food food we day. Didn't, we haven't done Feastival. Ooh. Oh, mm, we got to think this July one through. For, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> July just got busy. Uh, <laughs> so um, what we decided to do because of that, uh, because we, it was really expensive. And I should say expensive being it was $20 – Per plate of stuff to cook on the grill, yeah. Versus fifteen dollars for all you can eat for two hours, yeah. And so that was really expensive for us. I mean, obviously, I don't know how much food that would have been. I don't. They didn't really mm-hmm. specify the sizes of the portions or whatever. And so what we decided to do was we were going to go to this other Korean place, and uh, we were going to go to this other Korean place because it was well. First of all, it was while pricey. Still cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't cooking the table. It was ordered by menu Korean food, which we thought would be a better. Would we tried the in table cooking? Why not just try it like table service, like yeah. bringing people bringing you food and stuff like that, like a normal restaurant. And so we wanted to try that. Well, that evening that we head out there, we pull into the place that the the new Korean place, and it's closed for remodel for, for, for remodeling for yeah. a week, and. We were just it was just it was just it was just kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we didn't get to get Korean food, but we did. We went to to my knowledge, the only place you can get legitimate, authentic Nashville hot chicken outside of the city of Nashville. We went to the Birmingham Hattie Bees. Right. And oh my god so full disclosure. Wenzel Colt, me, and Cody have been there before, but right. it's been about two years since we went. Yeah, we went uh, to go eat there before going to see Die Antwoord in Die Antwoord, yeah. That is, well, well, the classic combo. Right. Um, <laughs> Which, in retrospect, who the fuck goes eating hot chicken before going to a concert for four hours? Yeah. We Beyond do. me. Yeah, that was, a, that was probably not the best decision. Surprisingly, it didn't affect me. Didn't yeah, affect me either. Didn't, didn't affect me last night. Well, uh, I got a story about that. Oh. <laughs> so, we all ordered... Varying levels of hot chicken. So I didn't want to burn myself out, so I got the hot, which is there's mild, medium, hot, damn hot, and shut the cluck up. If and I'm... also just a southern, which is no hot. Yeah, and, it's, and southern, which is just chicken. Um, and I got the hot, which is – and I was the one that got the spiciest food. And if you don't know what hot chicken is, so it's not like, oh, we're going to fry this chicken, we're going to smother it in hot sauce. Like they use a special – Oil. It's like hot sauce oil, essentially. Well, 
what they do is they season the breading mm-hmm. with spice. So your your breading's already spicy. Yeah. They for, well the first thing they do is they marinate the chicken in a spicy broth. I don't know if this is how they do it at Hattie B's, but I know at Prince's, from my understanding, this is what they do. And this Prince's is considered the the, the original yeah. or originator of hot chicken. Yeah. Is they marinate in a spicy spicy broth or not broth but spicy like stuff stuff marinade yeah and then they take the breading they make a breading with some spicy stuff in the breading and then they take that spicy chicken and breading and then they fry it up just like you would normal fried chicken and then they take this hot lard that's filled with like the hottest pepper flakes hot sauce yeah whatever whatever varying heat level Mm -hmm. like the breading and the the marinade is a base level heat, and then to add the extra heat, they dunk it in different varying levels of hot sauce so- or hot it's hot, hot sauce, but it's hot lard. It's warm lard that is just filled with this red seasoning. Yeah. And so the hotter your chicken is, like the more like red death right. your chicken looks. Because mine was like a dark red, and they purposely yeah. they purposely do that. The yeah. ho- the the more red the chicken is, the more they put a they put like a dye in it to make it hotter and hotter looking, and um, they uh, then take the chicken, dunk the already fried chicken in that hot lard, and if I'm thinking correctly, they may fry it again. Yeah, it's, it's, I think Prince's may double fry, but I don't know if every place. I'm not sure if they double it. fry or not, but I think they uh, but they do let it soak into the yeah. chicken meat mm-hmm. or into the chicken the chicken stuff. And then they just slap it on a piece of bread mm-hmm. and put your sides on the plate with it and then bring it out to you. Yeah, and it's delicious. It's it's so good. So, like, I got the the hottest variant of any of us at the table. I got the hot, and it it wasn't bad spicy. Like, I like I again, I've said this on multiple podcasts before. I can handle heat pretty well. It, it wasn't, like, burning me out, but, like, I can't imagine – because I imagine it just gets, like – the hot, like from hot to damn hot, I'm sure damn hot is probably really yeah. fucking hot, and I'm sure shut the cluck up is shut the cluck up hot. So uh, I think the first time we went, I got mild. Yeah, and you got medium. Yeah, I got medium because and now we were going to the concert, and then we both of us pushed up one because yeah. uh, Colt doesn't eat spicy stuff, and Wenzel doesn't eat spicy stuff. I, don't I mean, know. I don't care for spicy stuff. Is that that was a hot ass day? I'm not eating spicy. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we should mention it was much. like 95 degrees yesterday <laughs> for yeah. our so. When we went on this trip, also humid as shit. Yeah, and I remember the mild being a little bit spicier than my medium that day. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? But anyways, uh, and just the the chicken, and they give you some some of these nice pickles. It's not like dill pickles. They're I don't know if they're house made pickles. They look house made. They look house made, but they're just they're just large. They're probably yeah, just they large grow them. Pickles. Uh, yeah, they grow the pickle right off the pickle tree. <laughs> um, but it's like the, a not it's like a nice mixture between a nice dill and a, a bread and butter in a way. And it's so freaking good. It, it like it complements the chicken so nicely. And then I don't know what sides everybody else got, but I got this redskin potato salad. I did too. That f- fuck me. It was the best potato salad I've ever eaten in my life. Like bar, like bar. I've had some great ass potato salad. I have made potato salad, and this potato salad, this simple ass potato salad, which from what I could tell was only like five ingredients, was the best potato salad I've ever had in my life. It was. It was just rough chopped. Uh, boiled potatoes with mayonnaise, and I think they used bacon fat. I think there was some bacon fat because it tasted just like bacon. It did to me too, and I think there were scallions and some scallions in there, and maybe a few other like spices and stuff. Yeah, that's just those were the four main ingredients, though. And it was so damn good. God, it was so good. So, oh man, I I could I could have ate a tub of that potato salad. 
What size did y'all get? I got the uh, the, the small breast with wing portion and a double sided fries, and yeah, I just pretty much inhaled that. You <laughs> got medium as well, didn't you? Yeah, it was medium. How'd you it, feel about the I heat got, level? I got the, uh, the mild spice, and I'm I'm definitely not a uh, very high tolerance when it comes to heat. I feel like I've gotten incrementally more tolerant to spice over the last year or two or so. But uh, it wasn't it, to me. I was it was more um, the actual heat, the temperature of the food itself that, that kind of like made me go through a little bit slower than actual the spiciness of it. Caliente, not picante. Why you said that yesterday too? <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> phrase because I uh, in English we're just like it's hot and you're like which hot ow yep. or ow which is not it's always reassuring to me to get really hot food. Like at places, you'd be like, yeah. oh, at least you know, like this is fresh. They just they just dunked this out. Of yeah, the fryer. like this is straight out of the fryer. But uh, I think Wenzel's actually got something. I know Colt got chicken tenders. Yeah. And I, well, go ahead. I was gonna say I got chicken tenders uh, mild because I did not. I'm not good with spicy food, so I knew I had the mild last time, and I wanted to get the same thing. That bitch was still spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but you also got mac and cheese, too. Yeah, I got uh, the uh, pimento Ooh. mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, I had some of that last time I was there, too. It really was good. really good. I see. I don't, I'm don't. I'm. kind of off pimento cheese. Cause I got food poisoning one time after eating pimento cheese. I mean, the, uh, it's, it's, it's... Try not, it. It's not... Uh, it's, <laughs> okay. You can't taste the pimento cheese factor, but, yeah. it's, but the cheese, the mac and cheese itself was so damn good. It really is. Pimento cheese, by the way, is a southern thing. It's not a really, it's not a, a whole American thing either. What? We should, I, I found that out. I don't know. Maybe other places <laughs> have it. I don't, I don't the know. first place I ever had pimento cheese at was a Mediterranean place. Really? Yeah. I had it at my, my grandmother gets it and puts it on just bread and eats it. Yeah, so does mine. Oh, it's a Greek thing. Like on, yeah. Well, <laughs> really, it's a Greek place. It's, it's tzatziki's. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Winslow got a chicken sandwich. I want you to talk about that chicken sandwich. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the chicken sandwich was uh, really good. I got it mild as well because I uh, I can't. I mean, I, I'm fine with heat, but that day I just couldn't handle it. And like Cody said, it seemed like mild was actually pretty spicy that day. Because last time I got uh, chicken tenders, mild weren't bad. This was actually pretty spicy, but that also might have been because they had this sauce on it called Na- Nashville Comeback Sauce. And I was thinking that sounds spicy, and I was right because they put it. <laughs> they put it. What it is? It's like they put the bun, they rub the sauce on there, uh, chicken. Then coleslaw on top, and then another bun. Oh, it had coleslaw on the sandwich. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh yeah. Damn. Now, now pick- yeah, you took the pickles off. I took the pickles off, but the thing is though, like even though it was spicy, the coleslaw helped like yeah. m- like cool uh, it down. Oh, had, very- had a coleslaw too. Yeah, I had yeah, coleslaw too. I didn't really care for it. Oh, really? I didn't like it, but it was a it was a very wet what I call a wet coleslaw. Was it more vinegary? I usually like wet coleslaw. No, it, it no, it was it was more mayonnaise. More based. mayonnaise. I don't. I'm I don't more th- vinegar based. I'm I'm a vinegar based guy too. It was really weird though because I actually really liked this. Like put mm. some black pepper on it, mm, delicious. But go ahead. Uh, but the coleslaw. By the way, I hate coleslaw, mm. but the coleslaw on this was really good, and it was it was so juicy and just like easy to just to tear the meat off. It was so good. It was soaked in that Nashville comeback sauce, the uh, mild sauce, the coleslaw. It was just all working together to make this beautiful chicken sandwich baby. It's honestly not that bad price either. No, Hattie B's is... I would, really? I, would I, think, call, I would call it cheap for as much food as you get. Especially I, after going to the Pazitz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pazitz food was pretty pricey where, whenever yeah. you went anywhere, but you go to Hattie B's and it's like, Oh, small white, which by the way filled me up. Yeah, beyond which, yeah what we're was normal. like I'm a big boy, and that fills right. me. I eat right a up. lot. Yeah, I eat a lot of food when I go out, 
and uh, I spent nine. Do- I think it was nine dollars plus tax. It was, for, I and think I got mine a water. was the small white. It was uh, nine ninety. Yeah. Yeah, and nine dollars plus nine ninety, and that's it. So ten bucks gets you uh, some of the best damn fried chicken I've ever. Probably the best, the best fried chicken, chicken I've yeah. ever had. Yeah. I don't know what would even compare to it. I do want to go back one day and get to shut the clock up, though. I do think that that's, that's going to be your next. I'm going to probably, I, I kind of, I don't know if I want to go for shut the clock. You know what? Shut the clock up challenge. <laughs> We, we want to go to Hattie B's. Okay, medium. you want to go to Hattie B's right now? Right now. I was, I was actually Don't thinking, tempt me. I was actually thinking if we ever did that, we could like live stream it on Instagram or Twitch. Or, uh, that's a whole we get it to go box? Oh, I'm yeah. so hungry. Or just eat it in there. At the counter? <laughs> right. Just hand it to me in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if anybody goes there, I recommend the chicken sandwich. Yeah, really I, I don't think there's anything on that menu that's bad. I've also the last time we I didn't get it this time, but the last time I went there, I got some banana pudding, also really freaking good. Oh, I got mm-hmm. peach cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I just yawned. We're like all Wendell. sleepy boys. I am sleepy. I got up at six thirty a.m. this morning. Yep. After going to bed at eleven. Yeah, I, I did the. Midnight. I went to bed at like midnight because we didn't. I didn't get home till after eleven. I went to sleep right at twelve, and I woke up at like seven thirty because my body just doesn't let me sleep anymore. But um. I got the peach cobbler last time. Yeah, and it, and it was, was I think it was all was it all a mode? I don't remember, but it was delicious. Yeah. yeah, but here here's a warning for the banana pudding lovers out there like me. It's warm banana pudding, which is I'm a, not a fan of. I'm warm not banana a fan of, but it's actually really good. It, it, it's I I'm a banana cold, pudding should be should, cold. should be cold. I agree. I don't know why you would ever serve it warm, but it's good. Uh, yeah, it, but theirs is good. If if you had to eat, if gun to your head, you had to eat warm banana pudding, go to Hattie B's. What's the next place we went to? We went to a third place. Our the last place we went to for dessert is uh Lucky Cat. Is uh called Lucky Cat Rolled Creams. And uh it's a it's a rolled ice cream place, which we actually just got one where we live, like within the last I think it opened the week week we're recording this. So we had actually never had rolled ice cream, or at least most of it. I think Wenzel's the only one here that ever had it. Uh and we and we went and we got rolled ice cream and Kind of worth the hype. It's really it, it was. It's, it, it's worth it because after after eating Hattie B's, I was full. Yeah. But then it's like going there and how big it was. I was like, I don't know if I can eat this. I ate the whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I got the one called Cookie Monster. Uh-huh. Really good. And they made it like really cool because like yeah. doors. Had, it was like a whipped cream head, a cookie where the Cookie Monster's mouth would be two blueberries for the eyes. Yeah, and then they put uh, blue sprinkles on it to yeah, make it make blue. It look yeah. Like cookie. But it was cute. It was cute. Yeah. And that's like. Uh, Cole and I got this thing called the trolley car, and it was – because I was kind of like, Cole, I wanted something caramelly. So it had caramel, but it also had, like, Ghirardelli chocolate sauce and Ghirardelli chocolate chips with some whipped cream. It had a brownie in it. They used the brownie and the cream to actually make the ice cream, and it was really, really freaking good. Like, it's weird. Like, if you're listening to this and you've never had rolled ice cream, I guess the best way I can describe it is kind of – It's just ice cream. It's just ice cream, but it's – it's rolled up. It's, That's it. There's nothing else to well, it. Well, it, it seems really. like the stuff is better melded together. Like, you couldn't go and get, like, Bluebell, like, and the, like, a caramel or a chocolate sauce be that well integrated in the Bluebell, I'm saying. Like, in every bite of this ice cream I had yesterday, there was a bite of caramel, there was a bite of chocolate sauce, there was the actual ice cream, the whipped cream, the brownie, all of it there. Yeah, I mean, I guess what makes it cool is, like, the actual experience of seeing it. The, the it's the presentation. I mean, the, not that they're really paying any more, any, any more for it. It's, it's just the presentation. Presentation of yeah. it, yeah. But also, like, whenever they do do it, it's like, 
they can mix stuff in on the spot. Yeah. That's what I think that's what makes it unique. Yeah. Is that you can do it right then and there instead of like going somewhere like a yogurt place or like, you know, TCBY and, and like getting it thrown on top yeah, of Yeah, they just get it scooped up. It's like no, it's like put it in there. Like yeah. chop, 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 chop. It's like literally integrated into the yeah. ice cream. I mean, it is just ice cream, but it's like you can put you can put whatever you want into yeah. it and have it integrated. And into it's it. freshly made. Yeah. It's not like yeah. they're pre-making the rolls. Like they, I saw them make my ice cream yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a fad, but it's like it's good that it involves integration. Yeah. So and, and again, it, for anything else, it's kind of cool just to watch them make it. Yeah. Because I I'm, I I was watching them make it yesterday. I'm like, damn, I can never do that. I'm thinking <laughs> it's gonna be. I, I seriously think it's not gonna last more yeah. than five years. Oh, it's not practical. Practical at all. I mean, I, I literally yeah. turned to Tanner as we were watching. I was like, this is terribly inefficient. Yeah, I mean, it took like, what, a grand ton of people okay. there on Saturday night. Think of it this way. It took like 30 minutes. <laughs> think of it. Think of this. Okay. Think of, okay, first of all, wh- let's compare. I know they're not, they're two different places. Let's co- tr- compare a traditional ice cream place like TCBY. I don't know if TCBY is international or not international, but national or not. But it's an ice cream. Enough, it's I'm a local ice cream states. place where they basically have the buckets of ice cream. They scoop it out and they put it into a thing for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, versus somewhere like the rolled ice cream. Okay, you have to have rolled ice cream at peak hours. You have to have four people employed, four to five people employed. It's maybe even six. Actually, I think there were six or seven people employed there. I night. saw f- at least five. At least yeah. five people employed at seven twenty-five an hour. Okay, doing the same job, which would take two people in a busy TCBY to just scoop out. So you're basically employing three more people than what you would no- normally need. To do to do the same like to do the same thing of just giving ice cream to somebody, in a sing- in, like scooping wise. But the thing is though is that part of it's the gimmick, right? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. all gimmick. It, but, it's just like Coldstone when Coldstone was always packed. But the truth is is that now that I've seen the gimmick, doesn't I don't want to? I don't mean I don't care if I see it anymore. Yeah, like yeah. I uh, like I mean I don't have to have rolled ice cream again. It was really cool. Like I would like to go to this place we have locally now just to see how it compares. I guess, um, but it. It was just it was it was a cool experience. We had all like everybody has seen the rolled ice cream videos on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter by now, so we just kind of wanted to get in on it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean it is interesting because like this stuff wasn't in the South and barely even in America. So yeah, it's not from here. Yeah, so. like it's it's still new. So like it's it's really cool that now we actually have multiple places to choose from. Where yeah. even last year there was nowhere. Yeah, um, it's kind of the same way with Vietnamese food happening. Like. I don't. I had never had Vietnamese food till last year on the food trip, and now we have two Vietnamese places like in town that have opened just since last year, and one of them is really, really freaking good. Probably my favorite restaurant. I really want a Korean barbecue place in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, well, that, need, that, that's what we need. That's what I was thinking about when they were talking about their food earlier. I'm like, the t- like for a major college town in Tus- as Tuscaloosa is, we don't. It's wild that we don't have a proper ramen place. And we don't have a Korean barbecue place. Right. Because those two places would be packed all the time. It's just, it's only been like a decade since hey, we started getting hey, sushi hey. places. We got a Waterburger. Oh, well, Waterburger. <laughs> Actually, we're about to have two Waterburgers. We, no, we no, already I'm, I'm talking about The second one, it's already open. Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah. it's fully going. No, I was talking about that one. <laughs> I was like, That's, we got it, a Waterburger. And oh. it's been, they started building it at the beginning of May. It was open three weeks ago. Are you bullshit? By Are the second serious? week of June. Yeah. I haven't been over there in so long. Like, like the, like the original oh, one, they built it in less than three months. Does anyone yeah. want to go to the Baked Bear? 
I really want. I've been to the Big Bear. I Big Bear go. is a place out of San, what, San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like four of them, and three of them are in California. I mean, and one yeah, is random. It's very here. pricey, but if you split it between somebody, it's big enough to split, and it's 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 okay. See, my issue is I'm not a creamy ice cream person. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of cookies and cream. Not a big fan of all these little creamy flavors. Whatever. I like fruity flavors. I like my sherbet. I like my oranges. Mm-hmm. My tanginess. I love my sours. My sour. I love all that shit. I love my fruit shit. And none of these places have, they're like, we can put some berries on top of it for you. Yeah. And like, no, I don't want no fucking blueberries with my, my fucking cookies and yeah. I and cookies and cream. Keep them separate. I want, and I don't even want, I don't even like orange cream sickle. Like that shit, like, it's mm. just like, stop making fruit creamy. I like it. I mean, it's fine. But I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I love Okay, it's I'll eat it if I have to. Because because I went to the Big Bear and I did and I did get something with fruit and I got the uh, raspberry crunch oh. and I was thinking okay it's gonna have some chunks of raspberry and it's gonna be a little tangy. It literally was just sweet, just sweet, and I was annoyed by it. it. It is good now that we actually have like proper smoothie places in town where I guess if you wanted that fruity kick. You could go, go to there. like a Smoothie King or like yeah. a. There's a juice bar we have we now. Have a juice bar. Tuscaloosa has gotten really weird in the last time. But what I was saying <laughs> is. Really weird, yeah. It's, it's only been like a couple of years since we've got sushi places. And now we probably have what I'd consider <laughs> seven or eight sushi places just in Tuscaloosa. I mean, there's some. There's a lot of places that do Japanese food. Japanese and sushi. And sushi but, but we like, actually have. Two place, two places that exclusively exclusively do sushi, and another upscale place that does sushi as its like second main item, which is Chuck's Fish. Yeah, and they and do, that doesn't even count like, you know, like Ichiban. That, that doesn't or, count like our favorites, like Ichiban, our favorite, mm-hmm. we, the, like Hokkaido's there, Kobe, which we don't talk about because it's way of, overpriced. Well, overpriced and uh, kind of definitely the worst. Very bad health ratings at times. Yeah, <laughs> um, and. and I mean, I think the first time I ever had sushi was actually Hell, at a... Win dixie even has their own like, sushi chef now. Win and their dixie sushi is not Publix. Bad. The University of Alabama has their own sushi chefs. Yeah. Uh, where they make sushi every day. Yeah. And again, that was not a thing here like a decade ago. Yeah, uh, 15 years ago, I'd say. Yeah. 15 well, years. A standalone sushi places weren't a thing here 10 years ago. And now we have... We, we, we do have a... We have a pokey place. Po- pokey. Poke place. Uh, we have two of them. We have Sushirito. And which is a weird place. No, it's Pokerito. That's Pokerito. Yeah. Where you can get a uh, sushi burritos and poke bowls, poke bowls, and then we have another poke place on near the university on the strip. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it though. I didn't know that existed until I passed and, it yesterday. Well, that place uh, is one of those cursed buildings where it feels like every other year there's a new, the new restaurant, restaurant there. there. Yeah. Like there was a something called a Pyology where it was basically Subway for pizzas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which sounded sounds like a really good idea, but it's really not. But anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you still have some growing to do, Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you do. Let's, okay. let's expand it to some market. You have, what, the third largest Asian population? Let's get some Korean food in here. I love that we, we, we were joking about how funny we just have, like, typical white southern people in, like, a Korean barbecue place, like, asking, like, where's the ketchup, where's the hines? <laughs> well, you know, when we're, it was funny. Uh, whenever we were in the Lucky Cat, or Lucky Cat, there was these two people behind me that kept saying, this is a Chinese place. They were like the the little when ma- the Y is definitely a yin sign. Well, <laughs> well, also and, and like the, all the decorations are the Maneki Neko lucky cat. Yeah, they yeah. they were like the Maneki the Maneki Maneki Neko the cat. They were like that's a Chinese cat. I'm like, God damn I didn't want to say anything. I was like, no, it's not. And then one person was like, but there's nobody Chinese working here. I'm like, still not oh Chinese. <laughs> that is a, such an Alabama line too. It is though <laughs> because it's just a bunch of white people who are like. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not being racist. We should also <laughs> mention this place was in the bougiest fucking part of the state. It, it was in Homewood, where all the white people want to get away from everyone else. <laughs> Plus, one, one of the sushi places uh, in Tuscaloosa was literally started by a white dude and a formal, former Alabama football player. Oh, oh, let's oh, <laughs> let's not get into that. I don't want to be the one to cause an uproar over that one. <laughs> the, I'll do it. No. <laughs> the plus about this area that the Lucky Cat was in, there were so many people walking dogs. It was heavy. oh, it was a lot of dogs, a lot of, a lot of really good boys and girls. Ten o'clock at night, and they're like, "Let's go walk our dog." Yeah. and it's just how many fucking there was dogs a dog everywhere. that came into the. I mean, it, it makes. I mean, it makes sense though because yeah. during the day it gets really fucking hot, so you can't really walk your dog. But yeah. at night it gets cool. Yeah. It's good you shit. You gotta worry about the little soft paws. Yeah, little paws. That's why. That's why it's been really frustrating because I'm like, I want to take Gabby for a walk, but it gets so fucking hot. Yeah. You know, she can't get her Pretty exercise. Shoes. Like the like, it's so crazy oh, because yeah. like, the pavement here legit by like 9 a.m. gets to like 100 degrees. Yeah, yeah it burns and, my and skin. It rained, yeah. it rained during our trip, so like. It, it, Concrete, it's steaming. Yeah, this yeah. Concrete was literally steaming. It's like uh, a, it's like you can get it, go into one of the steam rooms, but just go on the road. Yeah, just go on the road. <laughs> uh, so I think that's about does it for all our uh, food. I, I guess. What about Wendell talking shit on Birmingham? Are we saving that for? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I should say this. I had a little qualm with going getting to Hattie B's because it was like it's in an area where the only parking is. Uh, street parking. Street parking, and that itself just kind of pisses me off. I'm like, <laughs> well, that's fucking stupid, because it's like half of the like a majority of the street. It's like you can't use it. And what really also kind of aggravated me, and Colt, I pointed this out to Colt, and <laughs> Colt said that the law doesn't apply here anymore, was because there was cars parked in turn lanes, like in the middle of the street. They're parked like you can't. Like that lane is for turning. You can't park because we look over there. There's nobody in their fucking cars. You're parking in the middle of the fucking street. Oh, you're in a ghost town. Uh, or yeah, and then we drive up and I'm like, we cannot find a fucking parking space. So we find this one little. I don't even know who owns it. Ten dollar parking. I'm not even sure that guy. We don't know even sure that guy. <laughs> we paid a guy ten dollars. He put park. on what looks like a FedEx uniform and had fucking uh, tickets. So we go in there. And he's like, uh, $10 even. I'm like, well, do you take card? And he's like, no, but there's an ATM over there if you need it, if that helps. I'm like, okay. So I go to the ATM, put my card in, won't let me choose my language. So I can't even get money out. So Colt has to has to give me the money that he has, which he gave me uh, $9 and then a dollar and quarters, which the guy was – I gave it to the guy. He's like, okay. Like, okay, this is fucking cash. What, what's so funny about that? So he takes it, and then you know we go fucking eat. Then as, as soon as we go uh, to leave – uh, there's two ways to get in there. There's there's the enter, which is obviously the enter part of the parking lot, and then there's the exit. They block it off with cones, so you can't leave. So what you have to do is you have to go, you have to pull up into another parking spot, turn around in a very awkward angle because it's a shitty ass little parking spot with all these fucking cars everywhere. The only way I could actually get through was the parking spot that I I pulled in through because there's nobody parked in front of me. So I had to I had to pull up, then turn around and go through that. And then try to get out through the enter part. And when I say it's enter, is that like there's only one way to like it's one lane. Because a woman comes up, tries to get in the parking lot, she stops, hold, slams on her brakes, and I see her angrily make a U-turn and drive off. I'm like, see, this is stupid. This like this is one of the many reasons why I hate this stupid ass city. Okay, Wenzel, that was one of those stories. Uh, <laughs> Where it had an ending. It had an ending. <laughs> Whatever, get out. <laughs> Mr. But, uh, Birmingham, Mr. Birmingham. That's I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm so upset thinking that about it. A, I, that was a good one. I, I'm sorry, Cody. Although I don't, it, I'm not. It's pretty funny how like 
I mean, we, we were riding uh, Tanner. We had a great Dick time parking. And <laughs> yeah, you Cody assholes. And, and uh, Cody was just like glowing and gushing about how much he loved Birmingham. I want to come by. I want to live here and all this and that. And just to hear like the other end of the spectrum. Winslow the other like, car. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other car had. I love Birmingham. I think it's it was beautiful. I, it. I mean, there were parts of it that were pretty and stuff. I mean, Colt knows this too. Every time we, he gets in a car with me and we're going to Birmingham, I'm, I'm getting pissed. I'm getting stressed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's just the fault that it's it's a city. There, that's the, part of the fun. That's part of it. It's just a city. We had fine parking. We actually found a most of it was street parking. You did know how to. You did know how to parallel park. No, I, I now, don't. The, well, that. see, the thing is though, uh, I hate Birmingham, and I have driven through Atlanta, both two awful cities to drive through. I've driven through Chattanooga, like downtown stuff. Oh, oh, not sorry. Uh, better, a lot better than Birmingham or Atlanta. Like, beautiful city, great place. Like, driving is not a problem. Just driving through Birmingham or Atlanta, it's just a shit show. It's, it's a, a cluster. It's a clusterfuck. Yeah. It, it's awful. Because I, well, I do uh, deliveries as part of my job, and I occasionally have to go to Birmingham to pick up, like, bigger supplies and make, a, like, a big delivery. But what's especially hard, and I will echo just how difficult it is to drive around the city, is that it's in the middle of a gigantic... Uh, construction uh, project on multiple roads and like making new bridges and rerouting roads and like it, so it's like it, like in the heart of Birmingham it is very difficult and very frustrating at times to get around but when you go to uh, on the, the the fringes of Birmingham oh, yeah. oh it's completely fine yeah it's it, fine it's, it's a little bit different I mean it, it, it being the city it's clustered there's a lot of people so it's, it's hard, to, hard to do certain things but driving through uh, it's not as bad when you're right in the to quote the heart of uh, Birmingham, it's it's a bit more difficult. I mean, I love cities like like driving through the them. The Big though. Apple, uh, the Big Apple. <laughs> like I, but I mean, if I did live in a city, I'd honestly wouldn't even drive. I would just walk unless I had to go somewhere out of town or yeah, like somewhere far. I'd I'd walk everywhere. I don't care. Just get a tiny car. Yeah, we or, passed. The, there was a tiny car that passed. Because I mean, I remember. Was booking, like, I remember going when, like a hundred. Whenever I went to Okinawa, Japan, it's like everywhere that we went to, like unless it was really far off, like we walked everywhere. Loved it, absolutely love it. I could still do that now. I mean, whenever we were Chattanooga, we walked everywhere. I don't, I don't care. The, the thing is, though, is everything. It, again, this is we're going way off topic of the podcast. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> but we, 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 we got everything, all, all the food talk. Now we're just kind of it's just extra stuff. In yeah. the con- in the context of cities in general, Birmingham has the issue of everything is very far and spread apart. Mm-hmm. It's hard to drive through. There's no clear bike lanes. And so, it's not a walking, biking, or driving city. Nor do they have a public transit. So you can't. So you can't move. Yeah, <laughs> you're just stuck. Yeah. It's, it's a city just for looks. Yeah, you, you literally have to be. You you either have to be driving straight. There's hardly any parking. So you have to either be going driving straight through, or you know, live within reason, or or you have to park within reasonable distance, which can be up to a mile away from yeah. your destination. <laughs> And, and again, in ninety-five degree weather and with like to eighty to ninety percent humidity. But that's a problem because it was an it was. I don't think it had very good city planning. Uh, it was an no. industrial city. Um, Knock it all down and start over. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what they're doing, Pat. Which is why there's a lot of construction. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk golf. <laughs> uh, and that, that's the reason why they've kind of gone to the outskirts of town is mm. because all that stuff can be reworked a little bit to be a little bit better. And they have made it better. Once you get over there near the Top Golf, near the BJCC, it's a little bit better. Yeah. But towards the center, it it gets a cluster. Yeah, top. like really, the only problem we had with parking was that Hattie B's, and it was the worst. And it was not that bad. All you do is find the parallel parking yeah. on, on one of the side streets. Z. 
easiest. Oh yeah, Possessed was awesome because they have their own parking, parking deck. deck for, and that's the greatest thing about Possessed was that if you were there for less than two hours, which they specifically made for the fact of people going to eat at Possessed, uh, if you were there for less than two hours, it was free it parking. Was free parking, yep. fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Anywho, so I think that does it for this episode sixty three of the podcast. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. As always, you can uh, leave leave us a like, leave us a subscription, leave <laughs> us a review, leave us a uh, tell Wenzel about your least favorite city. I guess. Yeah. Uh, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play. Music. Comment down below. Yeah, com- comment on whatever this is. Uh, overcast. A- any of your favorite uh, RSS uh, feed catchers, your you know your feeds, whatever. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram AYCH Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear, where we stream mostly on Tuesday days but at least once a week uh usually around 6 p.m central standard time but you can catch all of that info on our twitter and you can follow me tanner on twitter at tanner 1495 i'm colton you can follow me on twitter at colt d88 send me pictures of fried chicken that looks like dog well hold on that could be problematic how fried chicken look like dog yeah it's shaped like a dog he's, he's afraid people will think it's a fried dog no no can we stop? Um, we gotta plug everyone else. You, <laughs> I don't think he was talking about everybody else. Uh, I'm just kidding. I didn't Follow. Know I was gonna stop the podcast. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, if I'm sorry if I if you live in Birmingham, I'm sorry. I don't care. We get no listens. <laughs> yeah, <fine>. whatever. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Wednesday Booking. Yeah, go. Oh hi. <laughs> Fuck. My name's Cody. And it's you can uh, follow me at CODDOC11. This is CODDOC11 on Instagram and Twitter. This is Pat. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lustig's Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lustig's Name Art. Bye. Yeah, at some point I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>